You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Hello, Head Table Talkers. We are back. Season four is here. I'm so excited. Did you miss me? I missed you guys. I am so excited to be back. My busy season is officially wrapping up. Christmas is coming up. I'm ready to relax and then go down with the sun at 4.30 p.m. Heck yes, four o'clock, whatever time it is. I have been up to so much since you last heard from me. I will do a post here in the future kind of catching you up on everything, all the highlights, all the fun stuff, but just know that basically it's been weddings, photography, my husband, my dog, and music. Yeah. And of course, lots of Prosecco. You know me. I can't go without my Prosecco. Okay, we are going to do a little bit of an intro. We are going to talk about some hot takes here first. And then we are also going to chat, give you a little intro about who we have coming up here on the podcast today. So first off, we are going to start with some wedding hot takes. Now, I always like to remind people every season, every couple times a season, that these are by no means meant to be negative towards any specific person in one way. These are just things that some wedding vendors or people who go to a lot of weddings see. They might, you know, just feel the need to to vent about it. Or, you know, maybe a bride or groom is just really having a hard time with their mother-in-law right now planning their wedding and they just want to get it off their chest. This is the time to do that. Um, If you're planning a wedding, you can take these for advice. You can literally choose to ignore them, whatever you want. These are just fun little tidbits of things that that people have hot takes on. So again, they're not meant to offend anyone. These are just simply meant in a good grace of fun. So we're going to start off with the hottest take I have ever had here to start off season four. And this comes from a poll that I do on my Instagram. Are you guys ready? Ooh, this is going to be spicy. Some people are going to like this. Okay. Blurry photos aren't automatically good. We said it. In the past, I would say a year and a half or so, there's this new trend going around in photography where um, it's just it's movement-based blur. And this person is saying that just because they're blurry doesn't mean they're good. This is so funny to me. There's always trends that come up in photography that may last, may not last. Um, And this one's just very funny to me because I feel like I have been spending the entirety of my career for however many years that is now since 2015 trying to avoid blurry photos. Um, I always prefer to go for sharp and crisp and clear. However, I do see 
the benefit of including some motion blur into photos. I think there is a time and a place for them. I love them when you're trying to set up a scene and tell a story. Let's say, you know, it's a cocktail hour and some people are moving about and you kind of get a little bit of motion blur or you're popping champagne and you get a little bit of motion blur. I don't love necessarily a lot of motion blur if it's just two people. Um, It's just my opinion. And whoever sent me this opinion in. Um, But that is a hot take in wedding photography right now. Oh my god, am I going to get like canceled on the very first episode of season four? I don't care. Whatever. We're here for it. Again, not meant to offend anybody. These are just hot takes that people have to share. Okay, another one that I got sent in was you don't have to do a father-daughter dance or mother-son dances. Families are complicated. 110%. Yes. Families can be difficult and I think there are some traditions on a wedding day that aren't necessarily necessary. I feel like this one in particular is definitely, I mean, it's still very present in wedding days, but people are definitely taking it and putting their own spin on it this year in particular I feel like I've seen a lot of like mother-daughter dances because that really is a a special bond on the wedding day and you know maybe if you're not close with your father you don't have a father that's a great way to show thanks and appreciation for the mother Um, other things that I've seen in the last year that I personally love is people have been doing kind of a co-dance so like the bride and her father will be dancing at the same time as the groom and his mother or two grooms and their moms or two brides and their fathers or a groom and a bride and both their moms any combination basically just simultaneously doing parent dances with the parent that that you choose and I really do like that because I feel like it does take a little if you're somebody who doesn't like the attention on you this is a great way to kind of feel a little less in the spotlight um, but you still get that that moment to reflect on that very special relationship. And I like the photos too because you get, you know, the warmth of both of those relationships in, in one photo. And I, I really do think that's special. I did a wedding earlier this year that really struck me as, as really sweet. They did one song and the bride and groom were both on the dance floor. And at one point the groom danced with the bride's mother and the bride danced with her father. And then after that, the bride danced with the groom's father and the groom danced with his mother. So each one of like the four core parents got like a little moment in the spotlight. And I thought that was really special. That really touched my heart. I'm going to, I'm getting emotional. Just think about it. Ah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I, I do believe that um, families are complicated and there are some things on a wedding day that you may feel the pressure to include because it's tradition, but again, it's your day and if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. We are going to be right back with our guest and let me tell you about this guest, you guys. This episode is one I've been looking forward to since I had the idea of head table talk. I will do a little bit of an intro for Scott and Jen. 
um, right after a quick little intermission break. Just know that I usually give these intros as I'm with the person, but for this episode, I physically, emotionally could not handle saying this stuff in front of them because I know I would get teary-eyed and probably end up crying. So this one was pre-recorded. So if it sounds a little different, that would be why. But we are going to take a very quick break and we will be back with our interview. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved The Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces are high quality, so comfortable, and reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com and on Instagram. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On this week's episode, I have two legends in the house. Brace yourself for the dynamic duo the wizards behind Midwest Life Shots Photography, the one and only Scott and Jen Elder. Now, let me tell you, these two aren't just my bosses. They're the superheroes who kickstarted my wedding industry career. They've been my mentors, my Dumbledores, my Gandalfs, guiding me through the chaos with a healthy dose of wisdom and a lot of laughter. Scott and Jen are my stability. They provide structure and order, but here's the secret sauce. They also let me go full on with my creativity. They're the reason I can rock a wedding and then try my hand at capturing a couple's love story on a skateboard. Yeah, sometimes it gets that wild. But hold on, there's more. These two are not just my professional ride-or-die crew. They're also my partners in crime and confidants. So buckle up, my friends. We're about to dive into the roller coaster of laughs, stories, and a friendship that's as epic as wedding cake on steroids. Welcome to the head table, Scott and Jen. Hello. Ooh, hello. hello. Good to be here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. In I've... your own office. Right. <laughs> never right. been on a podcast before. Yes. You've never been on a podcast mm-hmm. before? No. Oh, no. I'm honored that this yeah. is your first time. Yeah. So as I kind of stated in the intro, you guys are my bosses. So, hi. Hello. You guys sign my paychecks. We do. And are also my best friends. Aw. We just had a conversation about that, actually. Oh, you did? Aw. No, don't you remember? You and I. Oh, I thought you guys just did. No, we did. We were like, we have the weirdest relationship with you. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, she's, she's the person I talk to second. Although sometimes first, sorry, honey, Um, about things related to the company. She's also like my best friend. I feel like I know you super well and I feel like you're the person outside of my wife. You're literally, you, you know, you can tell a lot by looking at people's eye messages. Oh, yeah. And you say like they're my favorites right at the top. And it's literally my wife. Meredith. Yeah. Like when right when Apple updated like two updates ago and it introduced like the pinning mm-hmm. of conversations, it automatically went you first and then my husband. So, yes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm not sure what that says. I <laughs> just, I don't pin people. I don't like it, but. Oh. I'm, I'm not against, I mean, that's fine that you guys do that, but. <laughs> wow. 
and insert Debbie Downer sound right here. Goodness. Well, I thought maybe you'd be interested in who I have pinned, you know, because obviously it'd be you, but I don't know who else my other person would be. Oh. I don't have any best friends. Oh my god! <laughs> just kidding. Wow. I just said that you were both my I best know, friends. I know, I know, so. I know. Shout out to loneliness. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I would just like to start off by you guys kind of giving a short stump speech of how Midwest Live Shots came to be, and how you guys kind of got into photography, and then into weddings specifically? Well, I know that for sure we started learning how to use a camera and we knew Photoshop really well because we did real estate photography um, with my dad who owned um, the company to do real estate photography in the area. And that's how we learned those things. And we quickly realized being part of like the Photographers Association, the local Photographers Association, that we knew more about Photoshop than most people. So we kind of were like, wow, we have kind of an edge here where it's like we could really take this someplace else um, pretty quickly. So I remember actually being, I don't remember where we were, coming up with the name Life Shots um, 15 years ago. This was kind of the dawn of, oh, let's get pictures of families in like a candid way and showing their life and not being posed. I know where we were. We came up with it because we started to steal the camera when our niece and nephew, who are now, goodness, 18 and, nine, and, and 19, 20, yeah. um, when they were two and three years old, we would steal the camera to take photos of them. And we took photos of our niece which is a terrible photo now, the one photo, which we look back at now with lots of criticism. But at the time, we froze a bubble in the air and she was reaching for it and she had super blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And we were let, and we did all this editing and Photoshop and everything, which again, looking back now is horrendous. But at the time, we were super inspired by that. And then we were trying to come up with an idea for a company based on it. And we actually were talking about it with family while we were trying to design a website at a vacation with our family. And we were discussing all the options that we could do. I'm pretty sure we came up with the name, just me and you though. Just we thought about, we out, had it really close. Yeah. Just figuring out like life shots, like just capturing their life. That was the idea behind that. And then as far as weddings go, we just started practicing more on our niece and nephew and then other people, we would just start taking pictures and then it just kind of spreads. I think as most photographers start, you know, Oh, this person knows how to take pictures this person. And because you're getting started, you can offer it at a low price. Mm -hmm. So your, your best friend from oh, right. high school, my best friend growing up yeah, wanted, was um, our first official wedding. Even before I think we were officially Midwest. We worked a company at that yeah. point. No. <gasps> Illegal. Oh, highly. <laughs> yeah, definitely under the table. Right? Yeah, but he asked us and we, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, did we even charge him money? No, we didn't even charge him. So maybe yeah. not illegal because yeah. we really didn't it was, charge again, him money. It was a classic, I have a friend who can take pictures, which now we yeah. obviously don't do that, don't do that. But this was way, yeah. way long ago. So, oh gosh, looking back at those pictures, like. The, we have a couple that are good. The slanted 
That but was we our were slanted, slanted face. We were in our slanted face. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And we had no idea how to photograph a wedding. So when it right. became, it became, I remember very clearly being at a hotel the night before and reading a book called The Wedding Photographer's Handbook mm. on how we should be structuring a wedding day. And this was the night before the wedding. Oh my nice. goodness. Yeah. And we had That's no That's very idea. unlike you. Right. It's extremely yeah. unlike me because I'm way prepared with things. We were, we were terrified, honestly, of taking a wedding because we had no idea. And yeah. we knew that the photos from our own wedding were not good. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't want to do that to anyone else. So we were really intimidated, but that probably but motivated just, us. Just to, to give um, listeners yeah. just kind of an idea of where we were in terms of how far photography had come at this point. When we got married 20 years ago, we still had film photographers. And this was like literally the dawn of, I remember telling our photographer, oh, I kind of want these shots of like, oh, me getting ready and this was like the beginning of that. Yeah. I mean, only really people who spent some money on photography really got the photojournalism style. Mm -hmm. And I wanted just like a taste of that. Did they give me that? No, because they didn't really know what they were doing because they right. weren't used yeah. to that. Because especially one of them was an older photographer who had been doing it for years. And like he was yes, used to... Yes, in their to... defense, it was very right. new. Right, right, and, right. And so they didn't... Not anybody really offered it. We had to search very hard to try to find anyone that did anything. Right, and we actually had to like tell them, you know, like, oh, mm -hmm. I want this type of shot. Can we do this? And he mm -hmm. was like, what? Um, but then fast forward to when we did our first wedding, which was probably 16 years, 17 mm -hmm. years ago, I would say, 16? I'd say it was 18. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, uh, because after we did our first one, our, we realized we needed to get better. Yeah. But... So we took a couple years of keeping with our real estate and as our main thing and really learning a lot. Yeah. Well, this, so this is pictures. still at the beginning of somewhat like where digital photography was very getting mm -hmm. very popular. Um, so did we know anything about, you know, like external flashes or anything like that? Right. No. So, no. I mean, we had nothing. I, we probably didn't even have a no, flash we, at that we, first we wedding. Did. Did we, we? Had, we had pop-up flashes yeah, on say, our cameras. Like camera? we, did we yeah. use that? Oh, too? yeah, oh, we did. We had, I know it's shameful. <laughs> but, uh, but at the time, we didn't know. Somewhere. And we weren't, you know, and that's the thing. Everybody starts somewhere, right? Yeah. And... For us, like we ne we didn't in our defense, we didn't call ourselves professionals. We didn't have a website. We weren't trying to sell weddings. We were just doing it for experience and to improve. So, at what point did you then like say like, okay, we're wedding photographers? You felt like wedding photographers, and you said, okay, we're gonna make a business out of this. Allison and Jason. Yeah. That so, our... two thousand. Seven, we were sitting around a table with some friends in Wisconsin, and they mentioned that one of the, the, the girl mentioned that her sister was getting married and that they were looking for a photographer. And we thought, we've been studying this. It's still kind of in that, like, they're a friend thing. So they would be probably open to us experimenting and not necessarily being perfect at what we do. And so how long was this after that? About six months, because it okay. was 2008. Okay. So you took some time to research and study. Yes, okay. lots of time. Yes. And even then on the wedding day, I very clearly remember having something, and I can't remember who made it, but there was something called a wedding lookbook. And you carried it with you. Mm -hmm. 
and it had poses in it, and and which now sounds so bad. But because at the time, they knew we were getting started, so they were willing to help us. So we would quite literally open the lookbook and show it to the couple mm, and say, this is this. what we want to try. And they would they were great. And they would get in that pose and we would take it. And afterwards, obviously, we knew, like, well, we didn't know much about posing and we had to rely on that mm-hmm. type of thing for guidance. But we also kind of could figure it out. And that's when we, we after that, we This were is like, before most people had smartphones. So this is why, right. um, you know, you'd carry things around with you. Nobody had things that they carried around with them with the internet on them right. at this time. So Right. We are old. <laughs> well, I just specifically I mean, remember I it. <laughs> I always remember when it was because I remember announcing to my friend, because remember, it's my friend's sister, and she was my best friend, one of my best friends in high school. I remember announcing to her that I was pregnant with Emily. So that summer, that's what... At the rehearsal. At the rehearsal mm-hmm. that's what i mean yeah. so wow and then we had her later and so then after that you were just like okay we can start like charging for these let's build a business around yes it. and i remember we talked to my cousin barry who did portraits and very like Sorry, Barry, if you're listening, boring portraits <laughs> of like... Didn't he work for like Owen Mills or he something? He did Owen Mills. So he did like, <laughs> like very church, like church but, um, style photos. But he was the only person that we knew in photography. I and I remember talking to him and him saying, and saying, we don't have any idea how to do this as a business, like, but we are really interested in it and we're passionate about it. And it was super fun to do a wedding. So what should we do? What should we charge? Like all this different stuff. And I very clearly remember standing in my parents' driveway after a family dinner and asking him how much we should charge and him saying, I would never do anything for a wedding for less than $1,000. And I remember thinking, we are going to be rich. <laughs> like right after oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> this is when you were living in like your little double wide. Yes. This is when we were in our double wide trailer. Yes. Yeah. But we were like, wow, we're going to be millionaires. Mm-hmm. Not so much, but you know. So then at what point did you like feel really confident in weddings? And then like, okay, now we're going to expand our team. It wasn't too long after that, really. Because I remember we expanded and we started growing quite a bit when we even had we did, but it was kid. longer than you think. What year? Because I know the answer. What year do you think we added another team? Oh, well, that's... That's I what mean, she that, said. Like okay. expanding. Well, I mean, expanding yeah. in, the, in the sense that like, you know, you hired people on to help you and then not to jump ahead. When you first expanded, you guys were separated. Right. You were a team. Scott, you were a team. Jen, you were a team. Yes. When we first expanded, yes. Correct. Right. So kind of talk a little bit about like when you decided to split up on wedding days mm-hmm. to kind of do that. And then when you decided, okay, we can let these people go. So we started splitting up as a team when we did weddings in 2008. We took that one for Allison and Jason. And then we took a couple more. But I wouldn't say that we were super confident. They were, they were both people we knew. Um, and it was very much like, a, hey, we're, we're just trying this out. In 2009, we really started putting some money behind making our brand nice and advertising a little bit and trying to pick up more weddings. So we did about 15 in 2009. We and were still together at that we point. We were still, yeah, well, we're still married. But, <laughs> as a team. But yes, as a team. Uh, we were together. So it was about 15 in 2009. In 2010, it was 24. 
And then we decided that in 2011, we needed to kind of split. Otherwise, we were leaving a lot of money on the table. So that was a really hard thing to do because we worked together and we were, we were complementing one another. So, we, But we knew as a business, if we didn't grow, we would just kind of stay where we were. We wouldn't... We wouldn't um, succeed. We wouldn't succeed at all in our business if we didn't expand. And so we had to do that. So it was, yeah, so it was 2011 that we took our first kind of double wedding weekend. Yeah. How was that? It was very hard. Yeah. We mm-hmm. came home those, those days and would feel happy that we did the weddings, mm-hmm. obviously, but also sad that we didn't do them together. Right, because working with you guys, I mean, like, you guys can read each other's minds from across the room. Yeah. Like, you know instinctually, like, what the other person's getting, what you need to get. You can play off each other so well. Speaking as someone who has worked with you guys and worked well with you guys and then working with people who don't have that same kind of dynamic. Like, right. it is a, not a letdown, but it's, like, it's not as enjoyable. <laughs> it takes a long time yeah. to develop that it chemistry. Does. Well, and... it's not only that, but we would be jealous oh yeah like of mm-hmm. the other person's couple because we've had so many great couples right. and that like i mean i can think of some off the top of my head that i'm like i can't believe you weren't at that wedding with me it was so good oh, and I they know. just stay clients for such a long time and i just love them so much and it's i like, remember oh. um shelly and brad mm-hmm. and katie and casey yeah was a wedding where that was a wedding day wait like katie and casey yeah. Katie and Casey. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like we, I remember, I remember going, looking at our schedules for that day and seeing that I was doing that wedding with Kat as my second shooter for Katie and Casey. And you were doing Sarah. the wedding for Brad and Shelly with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at the schedule and saying, I'm pretty sure that we're both going to be downtown at the exact mm. same time time yeah and so we have a photo of our two teams that day and that i think was maybe one of the worst days because both couples were incredible Mm -hmm. and we were so jealous and we were like we were i remember that evening going over the things and it would really be kind of a well my couple did well my couple did this and my couple did that and you're like oh yeah well i did this and and it just became like i'm kind of sad so i think even right then yeah we kind of knew that ultimately we wanted to try to get back to where we could work together yeah Yeah. on weddings yeah which took a while to get back to. But what was the year that we went back to working together? Uh, that you wasn't know? as long ago as... No, it, yeah. It, you know, honestly, I, I want to say that was maybe 2016, 2017 that we started... It was 2017. Yeah, it wasn't 2017. <laughs> it was February of 2017. That's right. It was February you, of 2017. You literally planned your flights to Florida. So like you couldn't be on your phone while the wedding was going on. Correct. <laughs> so you weren't. Correct. You can contact us. That yes. was the first one yes. that we weren't even part of at all. Is yes, that what you're in 2016. Okay. Wow. So I know why I, I know why I said 2016 because 2016 was Sarah and Adam at the Rochester mm-hmm. Golf and Country Club, 
and you, Meredith, and mm-hmm. Renee were doing that wedding and we were there. Yeah. We came yep. to kind of watch how you did that mm-hmm. wedding. So that was, I think, technically your first one. Yeah, but, but I remember that day, like you guys still came. Right. In. We were like, still yeah. kind of supervising yeah. just like to I re- make sure. Like I'm pretty sure you guys set up that picture like on the playground, which is adorable. Oh yeah. yeah we can post right. that one. And yeah. I remember after I remember later that day, I don't even know if I've ever told you this, but I remember Later that day, Jen and I driving around and seeing you guys down an alley Hmm. in downtown Rochester and thinking like, well, this is amazing. Look at like (laughs) these people down there that are representing the company we built, because that's not an easy transition Mm -hmm. to do, to say, I I busted my ass for a decade. I'm just going to hand this over to somebody else to be the face. And that's hard. But we trust when, and love you and Renee so much. Um, and so to drive and see you down, I clearly remember driving it. I even know we were right by Goonies Pub. And we looked down the alley and we could see you working <laughs> with the wedding party. And I felt this sense of like relief that like we could now grow. Right. I could see a path to growth. And also that we had found amazing people to to do that on behalf of our... You said that for, that wedding with... Sarah, that was 2016, and mm-hmm. you guys first split off the two of you in 20 or 2008, 2007. 2000, no, it was um, that. that was it's like 2011 where okay. we split. Okay, I think. Two probably like five so it took you like five or six years to really like yeah. train people, find people that you trusted with right. your brand. How hard was that? So I don't know how many head table talk listeners get to hear how much we love Meredith. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like gonna lead it there. <laughs> right. Kind of were though, right? Ahead. You kind of were though. <laughs> I, I I clearly remember being in the car with Meredith. At, I can't remember the wedding, but I remember I I took Meredith as my second shooter. Um, early on, and it wasn't because um, I didn't want her to be with Jen, although that was probably part of it. Um, I might have been a little selfish. So I think when um, I clearly remember being in the car with you, um, <laughs> after, after like in the middle of a wedding that we did together, and thinking and talking to you about how like what do you see for your future here? Because I think like you're really good, and we'd like to keep you. Because at the time, I'm pretty sure you were still like intern. Intern. And so, so really quickly, we were like, we could kind of see the potential and um, not just the potential in, in you, but also just the, the way that we clicked. And that's more important than, than anything. And we started to see your ability to, and just, it, just all the things were lining up. And then um, we had Renee that we ran into on a wedding, on three weddings in a row. We just happened to run into her. And she showed interest and we were like, maybe we'll take you on a couple weddings and see how you do. And we saw the same in her. But even though we saw that, and what year was your... 2015 is when I... So 2015 was your your internship. And then even though you did that, I know that we... um, Even though it was at that that time, I know we still took a couple years to, Mm -hmm. to really get to a point where we were like, how much do we trust these other people? Yeah, I think my story with you guys is I kind of like started my first wedding was like in May, the end of May. And then I think in like 
June, July, you offered me like a second shooter position. And right. I was like, I remember it was, we did Casey and Katie. Katie. Yeah. Katie. We did Casey and Katie's maternity session right. Right at Mayowood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, and I remember taking a picture of my camera being like, oh my gosh, this is going to be my life now. <laughs> and then I think that August... Lauren and Peter's wedding was like my first as a second shooter on a wedding. Yes. That's a good one yeah. to be it first. Yeah. And, wow. and then that was a wedding that yeah. I was like, no. That photo, yeah. that photo still hangs up. A yes. photo from their wedding is still and so, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. August 2015 then to February of 2017 is how long it was second shooting with you guys mm-hmm. before you like cut the cut the tubes cut the rings cut the tubes <laughs> I don't know wow let me go cut the leash cut I don't know, tubes. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> anyways so cut the cord it, I believe yes. 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 thank you that's that's the um the anatomy <laughs> um so yeah so even in that time like I spent a lot of time with you guys learning how you work as a company how you guys work together oh yeah how to work with couples how to work with clients so kind of my next question is and i'm sure you knew this was leading there how do how does your company midwest live shots differ with you having a team so the reason that we took a path the the path that we did was because i see a lot of flaws in the associate idea and mostly the biggest flaws that i see are the lack of importance of that business to the associate. If you don't have anything invested in the company, how can I trust you to represent it? Yeah. If you are an employee and I'm willing to pay you a wage ongoing to work for us and this can be your job, well, now you have a vested interest in Mm -hmm. us doing well. And I've read lots of horror stories about mm-hmm. associates that don't deliver, don't show up, um, do a bad job. Mm-hmm. I, I've read lots of those stories. When we hire someone as an employee versus just outsourcing independent contractor work to them, we go through training with them. We go back and forth with critique on their things. There, there are lots of things of ways that we can get involved in how they represent us and that final product if they're an employee versus an associate. So I'll never head down the associate path. So real quick, one last thing to kind of touch on your team before we move on, just kind of go through your team, how long they've worked for you. One thing that you love about them that stands out. I can't do that in a question. (laughs) And the reason I can't do that in a question, I literally almost start to cry every single time I talk about the people that work with us. You called me and Jen, your bosses at the beginning of this. And that term always bothers me, and you know that, um, because I feel like we are all a team. And it may be my name on the check, but it's never it never feels that way. And I hope that never feels that way to you or anyone that works with us. We, we spend so much time pouring effort into our team to make their experience the best it could possibly be working with us. And I have had amazing... Um, work moments and amazing personal moments with every single member of our team. I would put us up against any company in the world for how 
at how great of a group we have. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But let's just try it, Meredith. Just, 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 say, us first. Uh, just say how long so they've hard. been. Yes. And I'll, like, I'll say something. Say what? Say just what? how long like they've been with the company. Yeah. And then we can just say a quick thing about yep. them. So, you Meredith. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll go on and on. Let's you try it. So, first, Meredith. Meredith has oh. been with us since... You're going to know those numbers better, so... <laughs> 2015. <laughs> yes. You just said it. <laughs> um, okay. So, Meredith is... Um, loyal, um, hardworking, um, for sure, freaking boss herself. So, <laughs> boss bitch. She so, is. that is huge for her. I mean, I feel like she can definitely take control of things, and that's what we love about, about you. Renee. Renee, been with us since close to that time 2014. Uh-huh. 2014 was like official. Yep. Oh, Renee, she's like one of the best humans you will ever meet. Um, I think anybody can say that, me knowing her. Just super positive all the time, willing mm-hmm. to try new things. Um, just always has a smile on her face. Just really good at conversations. Really good listener. Rarely on time. <laughs> but an abs. But the weirdest, the weirdest thing about that too is she like, knows that too. It's kind of nice because it's like you have to. She's very self aware, and she's also super detail oriented. Mm-hmm. She really is. Like it's her and her husband and I often joke about how like she may not be on time, but boy, is she efficient when she gets there. I remember it being <laughs> so funny when like Scott, you and I were a team because we're both the same of like very schedule oriented. Like okay, we have it on the schedule at this time. We're doing this, and right. you and. Ren- Renee were on a team and you guys were just like we'll get it done like it doesn't matter when we do it like we'll get it done yeah yeah, and like we were like this is just so funny yeah yeah yeah. and Renee is literally sorry but Renee is literally um she's the person who we trust to take our family photos Mm -hmm. so I mean that should say a lot about Mm -hmm. what we feel about her too yeah um Danielle has been with us well Danielle is the most recent yeah um, but she's an she's a unique person because she's only been with us for two years, but she's been a photographer for eight and a half, I think. So she's very, very experienced and and we met Danielle yeah. a really long time ago and have just kind of been friends with her for all these years. And then eventually we said, Where can we put our strengths and your strengths together? And, and one of that strengths for her is, I mean, she's super creative, so it's just really oh, awesome creative. to work with because she'll have all these ideas and try new things and, you know, think, Absolutely. Out, think outside of the box. And I love she's that. A, she's very creative. Yeah. Yes. Olivia. Yeah. Oh, Olivia. <laughs> oh, Olivia. <laughs> now, part of the how long has she been with us? Oh, I don't know. Not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so... Olivia, I don't remember the exact year. Okay, she we'll she would have been of... like, I mean, she would have been a few years after um, Renee. Yeah, so I was, I was living about, in Rochester. So about so five years? So after 2017. So around, around five years. Right. Five yeah. years sounds right. Yeah. Olivia is the one to get the most emotional and just be, she's your hype girl. <laughs> and she's, that's yeah. amazing because she's always the one that's super positive and super just like, oh. <laughs> She's also, I would argue, the heart of our company. Oh yeah. She has she is the one that can ground us when we start to go out of control on some type of business idea um, or start to take weddings not as emotional not as emotionally as we should. She's the one that can bring us back 
to why we originally started doing them, which is they're fun. I mean, find yeah. some, I mean, literally we've done hundreds of weddings and they're still fun. Yeah. Like they, we don't mind people say, you know, what do you do on your Saturday morning? And we say, we're going to go to a wedding and they go, Oh, that stinks. You don't have your, you don't have your weekend off. And I'm always like, well, what are you doing? So you're going to the right. lake. I get to hang, I can do that on Monday mm-hmm. and I get to hang out with like two people on the most important day of their lives. I get to watch them start their lives together. I get a backstage pass. Everybody else, I feel, I when I see people sitting in the in the seats at the ceremony, I I am very quick to realize they've only seen like 5% of the oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's an amazing job mm-hmm. that we get to do to do mm-hmm. that. And Olivia is the one that can bring us back to that with the emotion. She's the first one to cry at a wedding, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> She's the sweetest. Yeah, she is. I want to talk about one more thing before we get on to like the fun quick fire questions. Oh, this wasn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) The the more like quick banter. Oh. Um, So you would argue and I would argue that you guys are probably the best at what you do in your area. How does it feel to have a quote unquote luxury business was that something that you had to get used to Hmm. what was the the framework in your mind to being like okay like we're not just momtographers no offense oh i don't know like well when you say that though it's like you instantly say that and you say like you're the best and it's like ooh, i don't know no no i never feel like no because there's always i guess it's because photography is one of those areas it's kind of like any kind of creative business, really, like movies, music, whatever, um, you know, there's room for all of us and we're all so different. You know, there's mm-hmm. just so many other photographers in Rochester that are amazing, but they might do something completely different. I mean, like what comes to mind, like Nicole Mills, like she does a lot of like studio work with adults and it's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think of like Rachel Ennis who does like these small little um, – posed styled you know shoots. like styled shoots mini sessions which She's are gorgeous and amazing yeah um and we don't do anything like that really and then i think of you know like copper and coal who is more dark and moody and like mm-hmm. is she's amazingly talented well, I mean, so, you know, people like grace and emma who like are very good at the lifestyle capture as well yeah and i'm i continue to be inspired by all the people in our area right i i don't so want to come hard. off like as you guys no no, like, no you are the the best. Like, right. There's room for everybody at right. the top. But what do you think that was like hard mindset to get into of like, okay, I can charge, you know, $7,000 for a wedding and not feel like I'm taking advantage of someone. It's extremely difficult. Yeah. And it's, it's more difficult in this economy because um, yeah. mm-hmm. all luxury services um, are having a rough go um, during, during this economy. I, I, it's a very difficult struggle, uh, to be honest, because we started by doing this to help people, um, to create memories for people. And, um, that is really difficult to balance being able to do that for people and also charging enough so that we can keep our lights on. It's, it's very difficult. One of the early, early pieces of advice that we received was to realize that you're not your client, most likely. And that's a hard adjustment because we want to be our client and we love our clients so much. Um, so that's a difficult kind of adjustment as well. 
I think that we work really hard to balance, but it's not an easy balance. I mean, you're trying to sell people on that experience is worth something. And I think a lot of people out there, when they're looking for a job to be done, um, they are looking for something that's low cost, but also something that's quality. And most of the time, those two things don't go hand in hand. And um, unfortunately, with the photography business, especially wedding photography, people don't realize that until it's too late. Mm -hmm. And then they you know, hire somebody that they're like, oh, well, I just have a friend doing that's cheap. And obviously There's we're, we're going to do that. Starting. Right. right. Like, oh, absolutely. No shame. Like you got to start somewhere. Exactly. You right. Exactly. You but you right. also can't expect a quality product because it's impossible. I mean, to have this, especially with weddings, it's like that takes experience of like being there, knowing how to do certain things, knowing how the day flows, um, knowing lighting inside, in, inside for the reception, for the what coming down the aisle, you know, all those things take experience um so i think that can be hard to sell people on sometimes it's an adjustment and an ongoing adjustment because it's and it's all at once the more success that you have the more intimidating it can be um because people expectations are higher for expectations and the more overwhelming it can be to do the right marketing and the right job for everyone and it is just, it's ongoing. So and you it, would say, you know, you're in the business 20 years mm-hmm. and you still have imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Yeah. I think if, whenever someone posts and says that they have imposter syndrome on any photography message board, I always post. So do I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's probably what has helped us succeed yeah. is that we always want to improve and we always want to be as good as we possibly can for any of our clients. So whenever we talk to someone and they say they, they've chosen not to use us, our first question is, would you mind sharing um, any information? Why? Because we want to make sure that we, have, that we can work with you next time. Yeah. Or that but, we it, are... but if it's our style that you're not loving oh, and you right. wanted to go with a different style, like we understand that. Too. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Cause... We all have different, like you said, there's different mm-hmm. styles everywhere. But as far as just offering a good brand for the value, mm-hmm. we work really hard um, to try to do that. I think most of our clients would attest to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've worked with you guys like since 2015, if you didn't catch on to that by now, like Jen. Um. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not, we'll good, go over I'm it not again. good with numbers, all right? We'll go over it in the fun part. Um, no, you guys are amazing to work with, work for. It's an amazing atmosphere. And whenever I sit down with a, like a potential couple for the first time and like they ask about like, okay, like how does Midwest Live Shots work? I always just say like we're a family at the end of the day like we truly all are passionate about this and just really love each other and try to deliver the best that we do every single time well and it's nice that there's like three of us that the three main people i I feel like the three of us who are full-time um like we offer different things you know and we have Mm -hmm. different gifts and talents and things to offer obviously we you know so that that helps a lot because it's almost like we're one like mighty person. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Even when you sit there and say, it speaks to the, to the value I put on our team. Even when you sit there and say the three of us, um, I think like, well, we need to include everyone. 
I'm like, that's my first thing. I'm like, what about what about Jamie, who's like blooming in Des Moines, and we're so happy to have her. And what about Danielle, who brings this and that, and Renee and Olivia? I mean, yeah. I mean, we all wouldn't be here without everybody. Right. 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 At the end of the day. Absolutely. That's what it is. I want to have you guys on another episode because, you know, we could literally talk for hours and we have literally (laughs) talked for hours. Um, Maybe at Shutterfest in your guys' room, we could do like a drunk. Like a drunk. Yes. (laughs) It would be fun. Oh, let's do that. That would be fun. That would be entertaining. But um, (laughs) I just wanted to ask like a couple like fun quick questions we don't need to like dive too deep into these but just to to kind of end things on a, a light-hearted note what is the best meal you have ever had at a wedding Ooh, oh we i i have gonna, one i know well is it the same one probably go ahead is, is just go it joey is that, yeah yeah Okay, it was like this really, really small wedding, and it was like the like literally. I think just the family. Word is, the word is intimate. <laughs> Cozy. Cozy. Um, and we actually got to eat separate from them and got to have our own little spot for the vendors, which at that time I feel like didn't happen like at all. This Not was a while awesome. ago. Um, and they had like steak that was. I mean, you could like you didn't even need a knife. It was so tender. Chocolate-covered strawberries or Well, I was so blown away by that part than Mm -hmm. anything else. They brought the strawberries down, dipped them in chocolate in front of us, and then set them on the plate. It was, I felt like a king. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I mean, the cool part is, is like, they literally did not even want us in the room with them. Like, they wanted to be have yeah. that time with each other and yeah. i it was wonderful they understand that Absolutely. but it was a cool it was a cool in place. hindsight i think it was one of the smartest things for them to do i thought it was such a nice just such a nice thing they decided to do and you yeah. agree that was your, your favorite, your favorite time of wedding yes. that one just stood out mm-hmm. do you have any wedding day rituals <laughs> i know what your guys's wedding day ritual is oh. <laughs> well i was gonna say like you tell asking me if your clothes are iron oh like, that's definitely the a night ritual. before <laughs> me sitting in the car wondering iron, if irons. i should have lied to her about getting down to the corner and realizing jen forgot her makeup bag so you have to right. go and get it. seeing my wife in curlers in the car oh yeah my ritual tradition. is wake up the latest possible <laughs> and um yeah literally put curlers in my hair so they're still in my hair in the car and usually yes. put my makeup on in the car and absolutely oh yeah i'm not i'm a last minute person yeah our tradition is usually uh bickering yeah for the first run around minutes. make sure the kids are taken care of it's never yep. it's never a really like calm it never easy starts morning. out great <laughs> much to Scott's because dismay. most of the time yes I would say our tradition is the first five minutes consist of me going well you know we're gonna be late now and then Jen going it says we're gonna be there one minute before it starts and I'm like right to me that's late and Jen's like, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, yeah, That's when okay, we're I'm supposed sorry. to be showing our faces to the couple. <laughs> get there. And Scott, like, telling me, you know, the wrong time on the calendar on purpose, so I will be yes. on time. And... Husband hack. <laughs> yes. That ritual. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's, like... We have started, like... Um... We have started on summer weddings and the fall weddings when it's a little coo- when it's a little cooler at night. We've started doing like hot tub soaks yeah. mm-hmm. after weddings. We did have the root beer for a while. Like yep, we did drinking, root beer. drinking a bottle of root I beer. I know when at you guys used to do weddings apart, you would always text each other like, 
in the aisle, wedding about to start. Still oh, do that. Yeah. Still yeah. do that. We yeah. still, that's a tradition. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what, gosh, we should have led with that. Not <laughs> Why is that? I know what you're... Why did we? Leave? Why did I leave with like a fighting <laughs> in the morning? Gosh, we just leave. I started with the. No, it's almost always because because Jen sits in the aisle and I'm always like in the back trying to get photos of the bride with her with her father getting ready to walk down. And I, whenever there's any second there, I always send her a text and just saying I love you, mm-hmm. um, while she's sitting in the aisle. And then she usually responds with, well, get to work. <laughs> um. I've said it before and I'll say it again. People who work in the wedding industry have to be like the best spouses because we spend every weekend just like getting it hammered in us. Like your marriage is like one of the most important things. Yeah. This mm-hmm. like communication and like yada, yada, yada. Yeah, you have to really be pro-marriage and like pro, oh, yeah. you know, and oh, like yeah. pro-couple and like, oh, and, yeah. and you have to just love love. I mean, yeah. like honestly, otherwise... You would just get sick of it, I, I feel honestly like, don't so. know, because I know there are a lot of single people that do weddings. I don't know how. I, I don't know how. I, I, I would, would feel a struggle when yeah. I was single doing weddings. Like, I remember yeah. I cried at a wedding because yeah. they played Whitney Houston and wanted to dance with somebody. And I was like, I just want to dance. I just want to have somebody have to dance with. I have to yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Okay. More quick questions. Sorry. First look or no first look? Oh, I Ooh. love the first look. I think the first look is good. I don't know. I, I think I, the first look I, gets billed incorrectly. I think that people think it's staged a lot and they don't think it's going to be as special unless they come down the aisle. And I've seen, I mean, either one works, but I've seen so many first looks that are so much more emotional than when the bride is walking down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I, first look is private. And it's yep. really just the two of you. And even after we take some photos, we usually step back and let you have time together. I think that's the best is when it's, and I think you would agree, like this, it's a first look and then they also have time maybe just with the two of them and they get to yeah. spend yes. like a little bit of time together before the wedding starts. That's really, really sweet. But I will say like no shade to, I mean, we didn't have a first look. No. But I... No, I, I really, I really understand the tradition of it, and I think it's really sweet sure. too when they don't see each other, and I yeah. love that emotion too that comes from that. But it, it can be really sweet to have. Well, a lot time. of people are watching your reaction because I always mm-hmm. tell grooms because we found over the years it's usually the groom that is pushing for the traditional first look, mm-hmm. and the bride is like, "No, let's do it early." And I always tell the grooms when I always say, we'll never forget that as soon as the bride walks past their aisle, they're all staring at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until when she comes past your aisle, they're staring at you. Yeah, so they've yes. actually <laughs> seen you it's, first. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. far more pressure for the groom to have yeah. emotion. Yeah, for sure. Or you could just be like my husband and get emotional both times. <laughs> you, yes, I was going to say the first look can that. also be yeah. beneficial because you can integrate your puppy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's very true. Great time for bed. Yeah, do a first look with yeah. your dog. Um, buffet or plated meals? Buffet. I like buffet better. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's sure. less judgment. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Just like get all the pasta. This is the salads. Midwest, man. Pile yeah. it on. Yeah. yeah, I like buffet better. Absolutely. Head table or sweetheart? Oh, head table. 100%. Head table. Sweetheart. Really? I would. Oh yeah, I, I I think I think people sometimes do that and then regret it after the fact because they they're not interacting with anybody or their guests, so they feel a little bit alone. Yeah, and don't really. I feel like it's kind of awkward for them, but I don't know. I feel like they're both they both have strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. for sure. I like the idea that 
there's kind of like a king and queen look to it um, where you're you're getting back to, well, this is why we're here. And you can see that as a symbol. But yeah, I, th there's something really great about like the best man being able to talk to the groom and just kind of joking with each other during the, the reception. And I do sometimes look up there and think like, well, now what are they going to do? They I finished know. eating. Like, yeah. And they're <laughs> no. just like sitting there. It looks kind of awkward there. for them. But, but it can be good either I mean, way. I That's see a the tough sweetness one. of it. It's mean, a tough one. But... A wedding I did earlier this year, they had a sweetheart table and they were just like staring at each other the oh, whole time. Oh, well, like, that would be so incredible. connected. Like, That's yes. sweet. That was really sweet. That would be mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, long train or long veil? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, ooh. I feel like the long veil is better for photos. Yes, definitely. The long train, I would say long veil, even yeah. though it can be annoying to come up, as long as it's secure. <laughs> yeah. But that's selfish that we're saying that, right? The long, well, the long train is beautiful too. I, just because like so many, it, if you were getting married, like in a Catholic church, I mean, all the, like the church weddings and stuff, like I get the long it's beautiful. Yeah. train, yeah. but being that so many people are getting married outside and everything, it just ends yeah. up getting dirty and it's not worth it. And people can't walk around in it very much. Whereas the veil is just like a temporary thing. You know, you don't wear that all day. Cosmetically. And, I'll say this cosmetically train, logistically mm -hmm. veil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, but then the photos with the cosmetically the photos with the veil is like is cool. Yeah. I think I think it's really cool. But yeah, veil. We're both landing on veil, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. I'm landing on okay. veil. Last question: Out of the two of you, who takes the better pictures? Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and I did you two arrange that like before this no. podcast? <laughs> Yeah, it needs to be all about me. It's so funny to see that that transition in our business. Yes. If you went back to our first few weddings, I was so much better and taught her so much about the camera. And now she's just infinitely better. We've yeah. just kind of gone into where our strengths are. And I'm much better behind the scenes. And Jen often, tell, often jokes that I'm just there to tell jokes. <laughs> and, and then I have to be like... Okay, ha, 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 ha. Now stand there. Yeah. And yes. like, look cute. You get to be like the right. the bad cop. Exactly. Like, I'm actually here to do a job, not mm -hmm. just like hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like a bad guy, and I'm so bad at transitions and faking it. I'm just it, there so. to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> it could be all nice and funny, too. I carry but your not. stuff. But you, no, you deal with so much on the back end and the finances, and I don't know what I'm doing there at all. So right. we balance each other out. We do. Nicely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been fantastic having you guys on. That was fun. Like I said, yeah. We'll yeah. absolutely do another episode. Where can listeners find you at online if they don't already know who you are? MidwestLifeShots.com. Go to Facebook. We're there. Midwest Life Shots. Instagram. If you're over 25, go to Facebook. <laughs> if, you're under <laughs> 20, if you're under 25, Instagram. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Yep. All the things. All, the, all things. the things. At Midwest Life Shots. Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfect. Yep. Okay, well, at the end of every episode, we always toast to something that has made us laugh, made us smile, just helped us out in like the past week or so. Hmm. I'm going to go first. Oh. And I'll let you guys go after that. That's rude. Too bad. <laughs> I, set, I set the tone. I set the tone. Okay, set the tone. I'm toasting to Scott and Jen because literally without you guys, like, I, are you going to cry? Maybe. <laughs> you saw like your bottom like. I'm such a softie. I like kid. every day I get to oh, live literally my dream life of like having 
freedom, but also the like stability of a job. And I get to do it with people that I love and like truly foresee like spending the rest of my life, like being friends with and just always having around. So thank you for taking me on all those years ago when I was just a little baby with a rebel camera. And now... And when you came to your job interview, yeah, dressed like, yep. What do you want to? What do you label that outfit that you wore? Um, that was literally all of my sorority friends' is like <laughs> rushing outfits. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, business casual or what? It, it was, was a dress and a necklace. Oh and yeah, I think, like kitten heels. Like oh, yeah, man. she yep. was all out. Yeah, I think nice. I was wearing like. I might have. I felt like Probably I was wearing this. sweatpants. Was yeah. like, <laughs> so I just wanted to toast to you guys for giving me the best friendships I've ever had and the best life I could have. Hmm. Well, pretty much anything we say is going to be bad now. <laughs> no, I, was, I have something. I'm going to toast to your patience with me as I um, never respond to text messages and emails oh, okay. that you send and you... Um, Which one of us are you talking both to Both right of now? you. Both of you. <laughs> I'm thankful for both of you that you are good in that area and I am not. And... I'm sure I'm hard to deal with sometimes, you know, because I have a lot of opinions about what I want, how I want things to be, but then I don't follow through with actually doing them. Um, so that's got to be a hard balance, and I appreciate you guys. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Like you two both went very personal. So you don't have to. You really I'm not don't going have to, to because you've both kind of covered that, and and I don't. You already wanna, said lots. And of I don't want to cry. Earlier. And I'm not going to cry. So toasting to something that has um, helped us through the last few months, I'm going to toast to caffeine. Um, Because without a steady dose of coffee, I would never have made it through October. Well, for that matter, September, October, and November to get through. Because those those, those days and nights are very long, as all photographers and anyone in the wedding industry knows. So I'm going to straight up toast to Java. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and coffee is your go-to for caffeine. It is, yeah. as I hold one in my yeah. hand. How many yeah. coffees do you have a day? My wife is here, so I I'd think, rather not. I think, <laughs> I think you've gotten worse over the last oh. like few months as far as your At what time do you have your last cup of coffee? Consumption. Around five. God, I would not be able to sleep. So yeah. you know what he does is he puts it under the Breville for like mm-hmm. the espresso and then he like does his double shot, right? But then he pushes it again. Mm-hmm. So it goes through again like and again yeah. and it so like goes through. So espresso. You're just basically... That's the first go. It's like six yeah. shots of espresso. Roughly oh six to get <laughs> going. My, my heart is racing just thinking about that amount of caffeine. Like, Ugh. goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for coming on. Listeners, we will be back next week with another great episode. But until then, cheers. Why do you laugh at my speech? Oh, no. I thought you were being wheezy. Cheers. <laughs>